welcome to the Sexy Freedom Media Podcast. A place to discuss pain, passion, and pursuits. I want to feel alive. Breathe. Make some moves. Protect the throne. This is Sexy Freedom Media Podcast. Welcome everybody to the Sexy Freedom Media Podcast. It's your host, Helen Edwards and January Liddell. January Liddell. <laughs> it's been a while since we've done this. Your two hosts. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited to talk today about what do you do when you feel like you're back at square one. Helen, I'm so glad we've reconnected. I'm so glad we're back on track. <laughs> Life has been a doozy for the past six months, seven months. Wait, we're nine months now. Nine months. It's been nine months. So I am so happy that we're back on track. Helen, good to see you. Uh, it's so good to see you too. Let's let's talk about this. What do you do when you feel like you're back at square one? Because I feel like that's where we're at. We're at. Yeah, it's crazy because I chose this topic and I think the intro to this was perfect because it's kind of the way it feels, right? When you're like, I know how to do this. I've been doing this for a long time. And then you you take that first step and you immediately trip up. And it's like, what just happened? You know, the audio is all messed up. We thought we were like cleaning clear, but then boom. And then it, you get in your head, you're like, what will people think? Will they think I'm not a professional? Will they think I'm like, you know, this sucks. And it's exactly what happens in your life when you, you've reached a certain point you're climbing, 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 something happens in your life. Life just punches you and then punches you and punches you. And next, you know, you're buried in the sand with your head just barely sticking out. And you're like, oh my God, I'm back at square one. You know, what, what do you do? What, what are you confronted with? You know? I, I think, um, cause I was back at square one. Um, so last year, you know, I lost 25 pounds, right? And that I felt like the most amazing. And I think Helen, you and I connected last year around that time frame. And uh, we were both really doing well. You know, last year, everything was like, okay, things were just kind of lining up. And then 2022 hits. And um, it it's it felt, I mean, for you, you know, you lost your mom and that's a huge transition, you know, um, and there were other things, you know, that you were, you know, that was going on in your life and other things that were going on in mine. And it wasn't the same. So it wasn't the same as 2021. I did gain back, um, some weight, um, because I was so focused on my career and I was focused on my business and, you know, I let that go. So, um, I did feel like I was back at square one in terms of that, along with many other things, right? Um, just feeling like, you know how like last year we had like this great momentum and we we're super, super good. And then all of a sudden in 2022 and it's like, whoa, you know, things just kind of shifted for I think both of us. And I'm um, so we're I feel like we're kind of right there, kind of back at square one. You know, um, you have your story to tell. I'm not going to even say what, what's going on, what else is going on in your life. But um, but for me, I think the way that I've been handling it is um, initially. OK, so I'm not going to lie. Initially. I was upset. <laughs> initially, I was like, no. And I was frustrated. 
And then I realized, hey, thank God I'm alive. That's probably the first acknowledgement is like, thank God I'm alive and I can go back to square one. Um, so that's really my first initial reaction. What was yours? Wow. Okay. <laughs> so my initial reaction was, I mean, I'm a boss babe. I run before everything started happening. My, my journey of kind of being in, in a capsule started last October when I found out my mom had terminal cancer and I just basically stopped everything, put everything on hold. And it was a really great decision because I got to spend my time with her. And then after she passed, um, I ended up having my wisdom tooth pulled and then everything went wrong with that. Now I have a dislocated jaw from it. And then I ended up having my hysterectomy, you know, because I have cancer. And I'm doing this because I didn't know until like after I had the surgery and I did have cancer. Um, and then I went through eight weeks of healing and now I'm barely getting back to my gym routine and getting back to me. But I realized it hit me when I realized like, I feel like I'm back at square one because, you know, not only am I physically starting from scratch, you know, um, with my gym routine, like working out to me is not something that I'm going to do or that I'm doing. It is a part of my mental health. Like there's no not working out in my life, you know, unless I'm recovering from surgery, which I really couldn't do anything for the first weeks. And the second thing is I realized is with my business, it had just been put on hold for a year that I feel like, oh my gosh, I'm starting at scratch again. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to chugga, 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 you know, like a train, very slow, trying to ramp it up, getting my podcast back out there, getting, you know, my business back up. Like, I'm like, okay, I'm going to start coaching. Like, you know, and it's almost like it hit me. You're back at square one. Everything you've built is now starting at ground zero again. And kind of like you, that initial, you know, like, oh my God, like I worked so hard and there's always that comparison where I'm just like, oh man, look at where they're at, you know? And, and then I start beating myself up and that's where, you know, we talked about grace last week, giving ourselves grace. And I realized, whoa, okay, slow down, mama. Like, listen here, girl. <laughs> stop, first of all, stop the comparison. This is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to view this. Because there's no way I'm going to let you sink down, you know, because you aren't where you thought you're supposed to be. So that's kind of how it was for me. Yeah, I think I was, um, I had some negative self-talk for myself as well, because <clears throat> Because like you said, you know, we were really working hard and we were like just up there. And then all of a sudden we're like, oh, man, back to ground zero. And, you know, um, it, it was kind of a blow right in the beginning. It was a blow. And then that whole idea of grace, right, the grace for ourselves and really uh, talking compassionately towards ourselves. And I think you and I are both the same in, in a sense that. Um, we'll have those moments, right? We can have a moment, just don't have a day, right? And we'll have that moment of like, ugh, right? Um, but then we're really good at 
using self-affirmations and, you know, telling ourselves, okay, we got this, we got this. And so my second thing, right after I said, okay, thank God I'm still alive and I can, um, I can actually go back to square one and do this because there are some that cannot, right? And so um, we are so fortunate that we we get to, right? I like that word. We get to, we get to be at square one. Um, for me, it was a it was a shift in perspective, and that shift is um, that shift is, hey, it's a clean slate. It's mm-hmm. a clean slate. Um, you know, it's like starting from the beginning. And, you know, I think, you know, I'm, I'm training for a marathon and, um, yesterday I ran and I, so I used to be running like Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So I've run three times a week and I, I haven't because I've been so tired and, and <clears throat> exhausted and all that. And so I, I haven't been running those three, three times a week. So yesterday I ran and I remember thinking like, oh my gosh, I'm back at square one again, you know, and, uh, but then I checked my results and I'm like, oh, it's not so bad. And I think that's that's part of the thing that we should look at is that <clears throat> we may feel like we're at back at square one. And feelings aren't necessarily true, right? It's just it's a feeling, right? And and yesterday for me it was proof that in my mind I thought I was back at square one, but I'm really not. I'm really a little a little bit more further than I than I was when I first started. And I think that's what I wanted to say is that the second thing is, you know, be compassionate um, to ourselves. And and even though we may feel like we're back at square one, we actually have the tools that have set us up in order to progress much, uh, much further than we were when we were really at, at square one. Does that make sense? Totally makes sense. You know, one of the things I was going to mention also, I really love everything you said um, when you're talking about the mind, you know, being there is it's not that we are at square one. It's our mindset that is at square one. And if you look at your life and you look at your journey of where you've come from, you know, there's that quote, you didn't come this far to just get this far. You know, your mindset went backwards for the day, for the week, for however long it's there for it. You really need to say, Hey, mindset, let me grab you and pick you up and pull you where I'm at. And that's kind of what I had to do for myself is say, you're really not at square one. And like you said, January, you feel like you are, but really you're just, you've taken probably that next step without even knowing it. You know, your universe, God has pushed you onto that next plateau and you don't even realize it. And that's why it's unfamiliar, it's uncomfortable, it's unknowing. And so you, from all that you know, when you don't know something, you revert to what you do know. And you're going to feel when something's brand new and out of your comfort zone, you're going to feel that you're at square one. Because remember, square one always feels like I'm at the beginning. Of course, you're at the beginning. You're at the beginning of your new journey. You're at the beginning of your new chapter. And that's what I just told myself, like, oh, okay, okay, okay. And like what you were saying, January, it's a new, it's a clean slate. And I always like to be reminded of stories of inspirational stories of like, you know, the, the entrepreneurs, the boss people, the people who made million dollars or, you know, achieved great things um, at different ages in their life, 25, 
45, 55, you know, 70, 80. And they all started at these different ages. And I thought, okay, if anybody can do it at any age and start somewhere, then age is out of the picture. You know, I could start here at this clean slate. What you said, January, I could start here. All I've got to do is start making little moves and see which door opens and see what's, what's behind door number two, what's behind door number three. And, you know, maybe what I'm holding on to, my sister said this to me, she was like, maybe you need to rebrand. You know, maybe you need to change names of things that you have. Maybe you need to write a new book. Maybe you need to do something new. You know, it's not necessarily holding on to everything that's old. Like maybe this is set up for you to get your new groove back. You know, this new groove, not back. Maybe, you know, maybe you are supposed to get your old groove back, but maybe you're also supposed to put on a new outfit. Like who knows? I, you know, it's so funny. I, I, what you said reminds me of a metamorphosis, right? Like a butterfly, right? So even though we may, you know, yeah, we're going to fly and that's the thing, right? Once we get out of our mindset and, and, and take out the, what was me? Do you know what I mean? The, what was me? The, oh my gosh, you know, like the, cause I know I have a pity party. Okay. I'm I do have a pity party. <laughs> okay, so I'm um, good. I'm not alone. <laughs> so after that pity party, then we're like, all right. And I know you and I are both boss babes. And we're like, okay, we got this. We got this. And and I think that's the mind, that's the mind frame, that's the affirmation. Cause we have to talk to ourselves. At the end of the day, we have to be our biggest cheerleaders. We can be our worst critic, critics but we can actually also be our biggest cheerleader. And the way that I see that is, like you said, it's this like change, you know, put on a new outfit, totally put on a new outfit. Once we um, change that perspective of, um, oh, I'm not the same as I was back in this year, back in that year, back in, you know, last year, whatever, you know, I'm not there and that's okay. And I think just saying to ourselves that that's okay, and it means that there's something better. So if we can just, you know, uh, tell ourselves that, that there's something better, and we already have the tools that we've worked with before, that now is just like, now we're just going to be a butterfly. We're going to, we're going to metaphor, meta, meta, I can't even say the word, metamorphosize. <laughs> Metaphorically? <laughs> change we're gonna change into a new helen a new january you know a new whoever you are out there you know you are gonna be this different person maybe not the same as the one last year but you you would definitely evolve from what you were last year even though you may feel like you're in square one you're actually evolving and that's just the same that i was talking about you know my run yesterday i really thought that I was slow and I actually, I wasn't, I wasn't slow, but, uh, and it, it, that was a good measure for me to see. Um, you know, unfortunately for, for this type of scenario, we can't really see like tangible, you know, like what's the measurement of how we've changed, but just know and believe that you are, you, even though you're starting back or you feel like you're starting back from square one, you're actually, much further 
than you really are. You're not at square one because you've already had the tools. So now you're changing into this new you. Anyway. Yeah. So what are, what are three things? Like if you said three pointers that people can do for themselves, you know, who feel like they're back at square one and feeling a little bit down about it, three simple points. What would you say January? One, be compassionate to yourself. Okay. So that's give grace, be compassionate. Number two, uh, change your perspective in terms of, okay. So I love that quote. When you look at things, wait, when you change the way you look at things, the things that you look at change. So instead of feeling that you're square one, say to yourself, uh, say to yourself, I am evolving to be a better me. So I'm evolving to be the better me. Um, and number three, uh, so I said, be compassionate, change your perspective. And number three, um, Number three is to believe in yourself, to believe that you can do this, to believe that, you know, uh, you're not a square one, that's one, but to believe that there's something better. So you are starting at a clean slate, you're starting new, and just know that there are, there are worlds of possibilities out there, and you just believe in yourself that you will be that beautiful, evolved you, the better version of you. So those are the three things. Yes, I love that. I love that. <laughs> what are the things? Yeah, okay. So the three things I would suggest are, uh, one, move your body. So oftentimes when we feel stuck, our body's going to feel stuck. Our body's going to follow suit on whatever our mindset is, um, wherever our mindset is at. So sometimes people call it like, I'm in a funk, you know, or I don't feel like it. Well, if your feelings and get your body moving. <laughs> so what I did, and I, I'm telling you this because I know this and I practice this. Yesterday, I woke up in a funk. My hormones have been all over the place because of my surgery. And I didn't want to get out of bed. And I was like, I'm, I'm going to have to mom me, you know, basically, I'm going to, I'm going to push myself out of bed. I'm going to, first thing I did when I got up is I put on some music that moves me. I love, you know, Latin music. And I started just going with it. I was like, first, I was like, no, and I want to, you know, and then, <laughs> and then next to I was like getting with it. So I changed my physiology. I changed everything. So that way I can become whole and start my start my day off, you know, with some movement. And I'm telling you, you can change it like this. So, um, so move your body. Uh, the second thing I would suggest is make, a, make baby steps. So if you are an entrepreneur, if you are doing something for your job, or if you're doing something, just something to make you happy, you know, the biggest thing that you can do to draw happiness back into your life is to acknowledge another person. So I like to go, most of us spend our time on social media. So, you know, some of the, and let's not lie about it. Most of us grab our phones first thing in the morning and check Facebook or Instagram or TikTok. So go on there and just give somebody a compliment and that will, you know, you're already starting your day off by putting those good vibes out there and those good vibes are going to come back to you. And then, so first one, move your body. Second one, acknowledge somebody else. And the third one is, this is big because this is using your resources. Okay. Google is so abundant of ways to find out how to do something. If you feel like you were at square one, where do you want to be? Ask yourself, where do I want to be? 
What do I want to do? You know, and listen to yourself, like write it down or record yourself saying the answers or just listen to yourself saying things out loud. Like today, I just, I just want to, you know, and, and be, be specific with it. Like I want to be successful. It's not specific, (laughs) you know, today I want to, you know, at least have five people know about my podcast. Okay. What are you going to do to make that happen? You're going to talk to five people about it, you know, whether that's online or in person. Um, So make tangible, small goals and use your resources, use your social media resources. Like I said, a lot of us spend time online. So join your Facebook groups and find out which groups you're in and look at them very carefully. Do you want to be in these Facebook groups? Are they going to be value to you? Are you connecting with people in the Facebook group? Um, and I'm leaning more into the groups because groups are very resourceful. And when you feel like you're at square one, sometimes it could be because of where you're connected. So check your connections. And if you feel like they're not working for you, get rid of them. Get out of them. You're not going to hurt anybody. You know, you're not going to hurt anybody's feelings because you're doing what you need to do for you. And you are most important during this time. Like January said, and I'm going to mention this again, that clean slate, clean slate, <laughs> clean slate. You get, <laughs> it sounded like I was from Australia. It's crazy. <laughs> Tapping in. Um, but yes, you're, you get to create this whole new masterpiece. So use your resources, change your body, the physiology in your body, and then acknowledge others. And that's all just going to go full circle for you. I I love that it's stepping outside of yourself. A lot of the things that you said is stepping out of yourself. You know, yesterday I was in a funk myself, actually. So um, it's interesting how you and I kind of uh, have similar things, right, going on. So I, anyway, yesterday I moved, I danced, I went, you know, because I I told myself I was going to do 365 days of dancing. And part of the reason why I wanted to do that is because there is joy. There's joy in the midst of us feeling like we're back at square one. There's joy in the midst of Santa's. There's still joy there and there's still something to be thankful for. So yes, definitely move. Um, number two, acknowledge somebody else. I love that because that, that steps away that allows us to step away from our own woe is me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mm-hmm. really think about somebody else and compliment somebody else. So I love that. And then number, number that was number two. Number three was uh, use your resources and, um, you know, make baby goals. I love the baby goals. It's funny. I had a friend. Um, she had a thing on her story. And the thing on her story was, um, you know, today I'm going to do a dish. I may not do all the dishes, but I'll do a dish. You know, I'm going to. I'm going to um, maybe make my bed. If I make my bed, you know, and that's all that I do for the rest of the day, I completed a goal. So those are definitely really good baby steps. And, uh, you know, I like that you said, um, you know, what are, what are you going to, for you, you you said, you know, I want five people to, you know, to look at the podcast. Well, how are you going to accomplish that? And then it, it breaks away from, what was me? It breaks away from, Oh my gosh, like that fear and that, um, 
that exacerbating feeling. I can't even explain that feeling when you do feel like you're at square one. I do want to acknowledge that. So you should acknowledge, okay, acknowledge that you're feeling how you're feeling. It's, it's good to acknowledge that. And then once you acknowledge it and you see like, oh, um, you, you say, okay, this is where I'm at. And then you say, all right, now let's get to work. Let's get to work. And there's the three things that Helen said, three things that I said. So you've got all these different tips to get you out of that, oh my gosh, I am back at square one type of feeling. Because you're really not. You're not. You may think you are, but you're not. You have all these different resources, like Helen said. You know, Google is amazing. And, you know, you just get out of it. Just get out of that. I think it's also getting out of your comfort zone, Helen. Would you agree? It's getting out of that. Yeah. 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 I think that feeling at square one is it happens to all of us. It happens to the most successful people. And when you feel like you're at square one, that really derives from comparison, you know, because you're comparing, how do you know you're at square one? Well, you know that because you're comparing yourself to people who are at square two, square three, square four, you know, <laughs> there doesn't, if you're not comparing, then there's no squares. All right. <laughs> but if you are comparing subconsciously, let me see my hand. There it is. <laughs> there's my hand. If you're comparing subconsciously, um, that is where you're telling yourself you're at square one or you're at any place or any box. It's because you are comparing and comparison is the thief of joy. I mean, every single person who is successful or wise has said comparison is the thief of joy. You've got to be really careful when you are comparing because we all do it. There's a comparison that's healthy when it comes to actually competition or making goals or good things like that. But as with everything, use it in moderation because if you are allowing it to get inside your head, it will affect you and make you feel like, oh my God, I'm at square one. And I know this because I, I taught myself doing it lately and I have to sit down and I've got to tell myself, like, let's have a talk. You know, you want some Netflix right now? All right, we'll do the work, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like I got a beast mode sometimes on myself yeah, because you, I have a yeah. You gotta have Go that love. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So yeah, I I think um the tough love is important because you can you know you you said uh, you know comparing yourself. I compare myself to myself. Okay, so I compare myself to myself. This was, you know, what happened last year and this year. And and even comparing yourself to yourself is not good. You know, it's, it's uh, you know, um, just like Helen said, it's really not good for you to compare, you know, um, to compare yourself and to just really be where you're at. I think that's the hardest thing, Helen. The hardest thing is like being where you're at and, and finding, uh, finding peace to be where you're at. So one of the other things that I'm doing is pausing. You've been doing two-hour meditations. I am like, I admire you for doing two-hour meditations. I have been doing like one-minute, five-minute meditations. Oh, look, see, look, I just compared. I, I'm not comparing. I'm saying great job. So high five to you. I'm okay with my one minute and my five-minute <laughs> um, pause. And that pause is good because I feel like, 
for some reason here in America, we're very like, okay, we got to do, we got to be busy. If we're not busy, then there's something wrong with us. You know, there's like, and, and I, I find myself constantly like packing up my schedule, you know, and we really need to sit still. And it's the hardest thing for us Americans to do is sit still and just be okay with where we are, be okay with ourselves and just hearing ourselves. And so um, taking that pause is vital for me to kind of recenter myself and to know that I'm okay. I'm okay. And I'll tell myself, I am okay. I'm alive. I'm well, I'm blessed. So yeah, so that tough love of like, get to work. I love that. <laughs> There's just so many things you can do to pull yourself out of a funk. There's so many things you can do to get yourself out of feeling that you're in square one. There's so many things and, and solutions out there. And, but here's the thing, you've got to do them. And that's why I've always been into action. Always. Um, I'm a confidence coach. I'm a soundboard coach. You know, I work with people with their businesses. Um, the thing is, is that everybody wants, everybody wants one. I want this. I want that. I want this. I got these goals, these goals, these goals. Well, you gotta, you gotta take the steps. You've got to do the work. You know, you've got to be the one to make yourself go from point A to point B. And you've got to also give yourself grace. And for me, I'll share my experiences. Um, for my, I want to say almost 16 years of dedication and commitment to my, what I like to say, my expertise is, you know, uh, creating events, workshops, uh, retreats. Uh, I can often get down on myself. Like I'm not where other people are when they have less experience than I am. But then I tell myself, there's so many things that happen in each one of our lives. That is so different. You know, like you, you were uh, January, you were saying I can do one minute of meditation and you know, me two hours, that's two hours on a day that I've got really nothing to do. And when I say I've got nothing to do, that's because I've cleared my schedule to have nothing to do. But some days, I don't meditate at all, you know? So our days are so different to each other. And that's why, again, it's really important for us not to compare and also unload that, unload it. Like I don't, I'm, this is how I viewed it. I've got to be like, I don't care what happens in everybody else's life. Like, look what's happening. In, this is me talking to me. Look what's happening in my life. How do I feel today? Before I check in with everybody else, I mean, acknowledging is good. This is separate. This is me checking in with myself. You know, where do, where, how do I feel? How do I feel today? And then I can acknowledge me, you know? So I was going somewhere really good with this and then I completely brain fogged on it. <laughs> but see what I'm saying? There's, I could spend so much time comparing myself to so many people, but I've got, I've come to the point in my life, in my 40s, <laughs> finally where I've let so much go. If I don't become the big successful TEDx speaker that I once dreamed about being, I am okay with that. Let me tell you, I am so okay with that. And before I would be like, I'm not okay with that. Like, this is what I'm going to do. This is where I want to be. Now I'm like, oh my God, I'd rather spend time with the people that I love before losing them. 
that to me is success. And, you know, being able to put my business on hold and spend the last days with my mom for the last four months that she was alive every single day, like that to me is successful because there are very successful people out there who are so successful that they can't put that time aside because they're so committed to so many things that they can't spend time with the people that they love. And I've realized, I've realized where, where success lies for me. And it's different for everybody. There can be people who have it all, time, money, everything. For me, where I'm at in my life, it is okay if I never have, you know, six pack abs. It is okay if I never have the, you know, the body I dreamt of in my 20s. It is okay if I don't have a million dollars in my bank account. I am so okay, but guess what? I'll have fun going for it right now. F it, fuck it, why not, you know? Like, <laughs> life has become more fun because I've faced more tragedy. And for me, you know, let's dance in square one. Shit, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I I think that that is exactly how I feel. I feel that, uh, you know, when I was growing up, right? And I have I have a reel of this. I have a TikTok or something. Anyway, when you were 12, I want to be like this. When you're 16, I want to be like this. When you're 26, you want to be like this. 30, whatever. And then when you're like 80s, you're like, man, I really wish I didn't compare myself. So I don't want to be that 80 role that's like, Oh yeah, I was fine at like this age, you know, like I thought I was fat in college. Why, why would I think that way? I don't know why I thought that way. Cause I wasn't, and I'm still not right. So I'm, so yes, I think when it all boils down, it's, it boils down to priorities, right? Why are you feeling, why are you feeling like you're back at square one? What is it that's so important to you? And then ask yourself, well, is that, is that thing that you felt that was so important? Is that really a priority? You know, and really, um, I love that you said, fuck it, let's just dance. <laughs> yes, let's just dance. I feel like music changes our, it changes our mood. So you got to press play, press play, listen to music, get out of that funk, you know? Yeah. And just for the people out there who are maybe watching or listening, uh, we're talking about mainly like where you're at in life as far as maybe business career, but this can also pertain towards relationships. Also, if you were spent, you know, nine years in a broken toxic relationship, and then you find yourself in a new relationship and you're in love and everything's great. And then it turns out it's toxic also, you know, when, when true colors start showing and then you're finding your, you're saying to yourself, I'm back at square one. I am back to where I thought I left. I thought I got out of, you know, so this can also pertain to that, you know, empower yourself, advocate for yourself. You don't have to stay at square one or where you think square one is at in your mind. You don't have to stay there. Nobody has to stay where they're at. You can make changes, baby steps, or you can make big, massive changes and just instantly get yourself out of wherever you're at. Yeah, exactly. Um, when, when I think of being at square one, it, it doesn't just pertain to, you know, entrepreneurs or to, um, you know, like our situation, but there are several others. In fact, I have somebody in mind and I know this person is going to be completely back 
back at square one. But I'm going to tell you, her spirit, her spirit um, is so inspiring because she, even though she's going to be back at square one, the one thing that she told me was, I'm alive. I'm alive, you know, and I, I get to, you know, still experience life. So I, um, I think just, just knowing her story, I'm just like, wow, you know, like she inspires me, um, to, to know that you're right. You know, there, there is more, there's more to it than just feeling that woe is me and, and know that, there's a bigger picture that does, that does entail being creative. That does entail using your imagination. That does entail moving outside of the pity party. So you got to get out of your pity party first, right? That that's like first and foremost, step out of it because there's actually more you can do instead of saying, woe is me. Totally. Your energy is your currency. Where you spend your energy, you're basically investing it to create more of that. So if you're in a funk, you know, like I said, push yourself out of that. Get your body moving. You're going to shift your energy towards the good vibes. And then you're going to create more of that. And, you know, but going back to the woe is me, we want you to acknowledge, you know, if you're in a place of sadness, grief. Um, you know, if you're in a place where you just feel like I need this time to just sit and wallow with this. And if that's something, because nobody knows you better than you. So if that's something that you need, it's okay. But there, again, going back to that moderation, you know, if it starts to suck you down into a really deep, dark hole, that actually is going to do more damage and harm to you. That's when you need to know yourself well enough to say, not today, say in, not today, you know? So <laughs> you've got to reach out for help, reach out to your friends. Your friends and your family, they, they should love you. And they should be a, um, an army of love and support. And that's why I think friends and family are a blessing in life. And if they're toxic, cut it. And, you know, there's, there's people out there who are seeking friends, are seeking to be a support, inspiration, um, encourager in your life. And, you know, I know as we get older, many of us are starting to realize like, okay, we, it's good to have our friends. It's good to have our family. Um, and you want that, that circle around you, right? Yeah. You know, I'm, thank you for bringing that up because um, you're right. There are people out there that, um, can really be stuck in that mind frame of, oh my gosh, I'm back at square one. I can't do this. Um, and and um, there are some people that do utilize that negative self-talk and continue to spin that in themselves. So I, I, I do want to acknowledge that. I do want to um, take note of that. And um, like Helen said, you know, that's what friends are, you know, and family are here for. But there are, there are times that some people just don't want to reach out to family and friends and they don't want to reach out to them because, um, because, you know, they're ashamed or they feel like they're going to be a burden. Um, so I just do want to say, and maybe we can put this in the notes, but the national suicide hotline, that's also a really good place to go to, you know, when you are feeling like really down, um, 
you know, I, I suggest that you do call that number if you do need somebody to talk to. Um, that's one, right? But there's also Facebook. So there's Facebook pages that you can go on, you know, if and you can talk to somebody, you know, randomly if you'd want to. Um, so there, you're not burdening your family and friends, but you're actually reaching out to somebody. I think the point is just reach out, reach out. You know, there, there's a much better way than to end your life. If that's something that you are thinking about, um, there are other ways, you know, that you can, you can, um, surpass this but it it has to you have to take that step so you have to take that initial step so please reach out whether it be the hotline or facebook instagram find a friend yeah thank you for mentioning that january you know a lot of people know my story my brother took his life back in 2017 and you know we were so close and he was so such a happy vibrant person and just one day he decided he would you know, leave this world without saying goodbye and it devastated our whole family. And sometimes I, I, not sometimes, I think about it quite often. Like, where was he at? You know, where was he at in life that he felt that he just couldn't go on anymore? And I do know that he did feel like he wasn't needed. I do know that he did feel like there was no purpose in life. And you know, he probably felt like he was back at square one, you know, who knows with that part. But oftentimes when you are feeling like you're at square one, first acknowledge it, you know, and then say to yourself, like, make, make a stance with yourself that you are going to do something to either move you on from square one or change your perspective about that square that you feel that yourself is in. Because I mean, you're worth it. You're worth it. Like this is such a crazy human experience for everybody. There's nobody that's perfect. There's nobody that knows everything. Nobody has every single answer to every single thing. We're all trying to figure it out like each other. And there are people who are passing down knowledge, who are giving knowledge of what they know thus far. So. In the whole, in the grand scheme of things, it's just a big playground for a bunch of children who are living in adult skin, you know? <laughs> so it's when I think when you step out of everything, when you step out and kind of look down at your life, you do have this compassion like, oh, you know, like, oh, it, take the skin out of it. And there's this child within you. And that child you need to stand up for, because especially if you're an adult, like, I don't know, kids listen to this, but <laughs> adults, I'm speaking to you. <laughs> look at yourself, look at yourself and say, there's a child within you that you owe, you owe it to, that you said, when I get older, I'm going to do this. When I get older, I'm going to do that. You owe it to that child to say, I got you. I got you. Today, we're going to have fun. Today, we're going to do this. Today, we're going to teach our kids this. Today, we're going to tell our loved ones this. Today, we're going to dance, we're going to play, we're going to sing, we're going to make stuff. You know, we're going to get creative because you owe it to that kid inside of you. Do you, you, you feel me, January? Yes, because I, you know, I know I'm in my 40s, but there are a lot of times I'm like, wait, no, I literally was just 12, not that long ago. <laughs> right? It wasn't that long ago. <laughs> it's not long by like that. 
so I'm like, and so I'm so thankful I have kids that I can play, like little kids that I can play with. Even when I didn't have little kids, you know, I was a teacher. And so I was able to like um, embrace that inner child. And I think, mm. I think that's what you're trying to say is embrace that inner child and, and nurture that inner child, you know, and, and uh, I know like when, when we, I feel like as we get older and we become adults, um, we become a little bit more pessimistic and we become a little bit more like jaded and all that. But, but you're right, you know, cultivate that inner child in you because that inner child is longing to come out and it's okay to have fun. And you and I know, like, I'm just, I'm all about fun, girl. I'm all about fun. <laughs> yes. I think that's the one thing that, um, I think one of the things that I want to just last say is that, um, just have fun. Like life is about fun, you know? Yes. Like you're, you may have like a ton of bills. You may have, a t you may have all these different stressors that are going on in your life, but step outside of that and find what you can be thankful for, because there are so many things to be thankful for. There's so many things that you can do, you know, to get out of that, out of that funk, to get out of that. Oh my gosh. I'm back at square one, you know, enjoy yourself. Yeah. Enjoy, enjoy life. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow is not guaranteed. It really isn't. And, you know, um, the longer that we put, we give that energy, because I love what you said about energy. It is. It's all about this energy. And I can tell when I'm in inspired energy and I'm just like, oh my gosh, this, I can feel this like vibrant feeling and this joy is just like pop out of me. And I feel like if, if we, if we can think about that, if we can just really um, you know, meditate on that and just meditate on energy and the energy that we're trying to, um, the, the energy that we want. You can decide, you decide what energy do you want? Do you want the energy that is of like lack of pity of, you know, sorrow? Do you want that energy or do you want that energy of like, I want to have fun? You know, what, what is it that you want? You get to decide. So you decide for yourself, where do you want to be? Right? Yeah, totally. Like, okay, for example, I got to say this because one of my most favorite gratitude ideas when I think of like, what am I really thankful for? Besides, you know, what is obvious, like family, friends, love, whatever. <laughs> I'm a whatever. No, it's important. I always think about wills, my car, my vehicle. Because I remember what it was like not to have a vehicle for years. I was struggling, struggling. I'd take the bus to work. You know, it was in Phoenix. It was hot. It was over 100 degrees. I'm waiting at the bus stop, just melting. And I just remember thinking, oh, I wish I had a car. And then I'd get a car. You know, my little cash, I got some cars. And then I got a junkie or a lemon, the car would break down all the time. So I was constantly, constantly paying for things with the car. But I thought to myself, at least I got a car. I got wheels. I can get from A to B. And then I'd drive by the bus station. I'd see people waiting there. And I'd re say to myself, I remember what it was like to be at that bus station and just wishing, you know, I had a car. So that always reminds me of how fortunate I am and how much a car a vehicle alone gives you freedom. It gives you freedom to travel because there's still people out there who don't have vehicles who wish they had a vehicle and they got kids and they got jobs and they got all these things they need to do. And they're still figuring out life without a vehicle. 
And I think to myself, okay, I worked really hard to get to this point. I worked really hard to get the vehicle, you know, that I have. And it's, it just makes me more grateful for things like that. A bed, a bed, you know, remember when you didn't have a bed, a roof over your head, you know, there's, there's these things that we use every day that we forget to be grateful for. And when you have these things, you're really not, you're at your square one, but to somebody else, it's their square 30. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that's like perspective change as well. And when you start realizing that you're like, Oh my God, I'm in somebody else's square 30. Like I am so far. Oh, thank you. Lord. Thank you, Jesus. You know what I mean? <laughs> you start being more grateful. Yep. It's that Stop. right. And, and you're right. We take for granted the little things that we have, like, I can take a shower. Okay. There's a lot of people out there that can't, they have to go outside and then they use a bucket and then that's, you know, that's how they shower. Right. That was me for a long time. <laughs> I mean, just like you, I took the bus, I took the bus and, um, I cried. There was a time that the bus was on the other side and kept going. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so thank God we have a car. Thank God we have a bed. There's all these little things to be thankful for. And I feel once you start saying, you know, your, your gratitude, it really does change the energy inside, you know, it changes you. And then, then you're like, Oh, I could do this. So you have this more like confidence about you after you realize like, you're right. I'm at somebody's square, square 30, you know, I'm not back there. So I love this topic. Yes. Thank you for bringing this topic up because it's definitely something that I, you know, I feel like I was in and I'm like, Oh, actually I'm not. <laughs> I know. I feel like after this conversation, I'm, re I'm like now reevaluating myself. I'm like, Whoa, I just said the so problem solution. I'm in square 30 right now. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> we're, yeah. we're evolving as we speak, even though we may feel like we're not evolving. We are, we just can't see it, but we are. And I believe it. I believe that we are evolving. So we're not the same person that we were yet yesterday or even last year, right? We're completely different. So absolutely new changes, new things, new slate. That's amazing. I love it. I love that we have a new slate. Yeah. So just to wrap this up, uh, I'd like to thank everybody out there for listening, for watching. Please share with your friends. Go on Spotify, give us a five-star rating. Go on Apple or iTunes, give us a five-star. We would love to get a five, get your review if you'd like to leave one on Sexy Freedom Media on our Facebook page. Um, and just thank you so much. And if you don't know, go get my book. It's not on Audible, Nothing Sexier Than Freedom. And that's my piece. Thank you, January. And if you want to follow me, please follow VIP Finance Builders. I actually, my day job, my day job is I'm a financial strategist. Um, I actually create tax-free retirement accounts, um, amongst other things. I do rollovers and more things. So fi find me at VIP Finance Builders. Aloha. Thank you for watching. This is January. And Helen. Thank you. Aloha. Bye. Want to hear more? Duh. Visit us at sexyfreedommedia.com.